Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. There is no one like Mike Tomlin. And I emphasize absolutely no one. He is the best. I wish that the Steelers would make a a run here in the last week and get into, if not playoff position, then at least closer to playoff contention because then we get more of Mike Tomlin. We will have to get an update on Kenny Pickett at some point, though the last we heard the rookie quarterback was in concussion protocol. Same as Russell Wilson. Same as Tyler Huntley. And as we head through the week toward Thursday Night Football, which will kick off week 15, we'll have to get the latest on those particular injuries. We do have some injury updates for you that we can get to this hour. As part of a QB news, in the wake of week 14, and man, I kind of feel like week 14 left us much to sift through. Some of that being rubble. It's been a brutal couple weeks for injuries, specifically to the quarterback position. Coming up on Thursday. Now, I will not be here Thursday night. I have an eight-hour drive. Anyone want to ride shotgun? I could use someone to keep me awake. <laughs> what? No, that sounds bad. I could use someone to keep me company. If you want to ride shotgun, just let me know. It's an NFC West battle with the hottest team in football, the San Francisco 49ers. At the Seattle Seahawks. They just suffered a loss at home in Seattle to the Panthers. So now they have a quick turnaround, though they do get to play at home again. And they welcome in a former rival. I'm not sure you could call them a rival currently. But remember, these two teams, going back, say, a decade ago-ish, they competed in three consecutive NFC Championship games against each other. San Francisco coming off the most recent championship game, but against the L.A. Rams. So that's your Thursday game. And then Saturday, there is a triple header. Okay, this is just my opinion. You certainly are entitled to your own. All of the games have playoff implications. So I'm not telling you they don't matter. I'm just saying I feel like the matchups get better as we go through our Saturday. The Colts at the Vikings. That's the early game. It's a little bit like a Thanksgiving day triple header, except it happens to be Saturday, December 17th, week 15. Colts at the Vikings. Then the Ravens at the Browns. Baltimore and Cleveland always have an interesting battle. And we'll find out whether Tyler Huntley is available or whether we'll see Anthony Brown, who's the undrafted rookie quarterback who had to step in with nary a moment's notice when Huntley went out in the fourth quarter of Sunday's game. My goodness. The life of a backup quarterback, it's not easy. It's not perfect. It's not pretty. It's definitely not easy. Thank you, John Harbaugh. 
So Baltimore at Cleveland and then Miami at Buffalo. And this one's humongous because similar to the New England Patriots, the Dolphins are coming off two losses in a row, both of them on the West Coast. Third game in a row away from South Florida. And this one, it's AFC East, but it also could be either a step up for the Dolphins to get back into the picture where they might compete for that division title or it becomes a near-fatal blow. So we've got a lot to talk about just to prep you for week 15. And still much more to come on this edition of the show. For those of you who are UT fans, University of Texas, quite a story coming out about the basketball coach who was part of a trip to the Final Four not that long ago. We've got no real updates on Mike Leach, though I'll tell you what I know. And a pretty dramatic twist for the U.S. soccer team now that the World Cup, their World Cup, is done. And as I say, QB News mixed in there as well. Tom Brady not pulling any punches on his Monday podcast. And also some interesting comments that I found from the owner of the Washington Capitals. Even as Alex Ovechkin, Ovi, he's going to be the inspiration for, for my next dog. I mean, I want to get an after hours dog, but Jay doesn't really want to take care of a dog. <laughs> yeah! Oh, don't lie. You know you don't want to take care of a dog. I think that was my yeah to no. Like, correct. I don't want to. You no. can't say yeah to no. That's yeah. not. Ovi did it. <laughs> Ovi would let me have a dog. Uh, So, yes, Alexander Ovechkin, so close to 800 goals, but that's not the ultimate dream. That's not where he's going to stop his climb or stop his rise, and he has a promise from the owner of the team for one specific reason. So there's a lot we want to get to on this edition of the show. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. I realize, yes, we're already an hour in. We're live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Jay and I were just experimenting with a video of the M&M jar. We're trying to get that up for you before the end of the show. So we're trying to do it during commercial breaks. And we decided it needed a bit of a soundtrack featuring my favorite Christmas song. I won't sing it for you right now just because I know a lot of times it gets stuck in your head and then you're mad or not, but I make no apologies. (laughs) So we're trying to get that ready for you because what we want you to do is guess the number of M&Ms in the jar. And so we we're trying to give you kind of a 360 view or, or pretty close. If you want to find me on Twitter, it's a law radio. I do actually have a hippopotamus ornament hanging on my tree. (laughs) Producer Jay has the photo to prove it because I sent it to him on Sunday when I hung it up. But do you know that's not the first ornament that went up on my tree? If you would like to see the first ornament that went up on my Christmas tree this year, it's on my Twitter. I shared a photo earlier on Monday It makes me happy, it gives me joy, but it also 
makes me brutally sad. So you can check that out. And thank you for those of you who responded. It's very kind of you. I did not put it on Facebook. Maybe I will. Maybe. I'm not sure. But on Twitter, A Law Radio, on our Facebook page too. And that's where you'll be able to find the short video that we'll share with you to give you the opportunity to see the jar of M&Ms before you have to guess the number. And what you're guessing for is an after-hours T-shirt. My dog, the kind of dog that Jay doesn't want, but he's totally missing out. My dog almost knocked over the Christmas tree on Sunday. I could see it happening. I could see it unfolding. She's taken to digging lately, digging up rugs, digging into carpets. She's not she's not doing any damage, but she's she's scratching up stuff. And so she went over to the Christmas tree skirt. It's got the peanuts on it. <laughs> it's a throwback. I think it comes from the 90s. It's the one that we had when I was a kid, actually. It's kind of funny. And I pilfered it from mom because they have a fake Christmas tree now. So anyway, uh, she went over to the Christmas tree skirt and kind of was looking at it and, and, and picked up a paw and kind of stamped on it a little bit. And right away, I nipped that in the bud. I had to yell because she can't hear me if I just speak. It's crazy. Nobody's ever said that before. And she started to, she looked like she was going to paw it. And I did not want that happening. So I yelled at her and she circled around and then she sat down. But that was only the beginning of her mischief over the last couple of days. This dog. I told you how last week I went out to take the trash to the can. I wasn't even outside for 60 seconds. I come back in. The dog is sitting straight up. As in straight up. She's posted up on my couch. Now, if you listen to the show for a long period of time, you know that I kind of gave up on the couch thing. I didn't think she could still get on the couch because the dog is 13 and suffers from arthritis like many dogs her age. She's a bigger dog. She's almost 75 pounds, and she's got some problems with her back legs. I don't let her jump anymore. I have a ramp to get her in and out of the car. And in addition to that, you know, she she wobbles. Her back legs sometimes, when she's walking, she she gets a little shaky in the back. So I'm pretty careful with her. Even when I'm drying her off from playing in the snow. Oh my gosh, she stopped, dropped, and rolled in the snow on Monday. So I didn't even think she could get on the couch, but she proved me wrong. She's still getting up on the couch. But it was just funny because I came in from outside and she was sitting straight up just looking at me. Almost like she was trying to look out the window. She needed to be a little higher. So imagine my surprise when I come home from a walk with a friend on Monday I open up the door and the dog is sitting straight up, not on the couch, in my comfy recliner. Are you kidding me? What what in the world is wrong with this dog? As long as you've been telling me Penny's story, she has never done that. So a couple times when she was younger and I first got the recliner, the recliner is three years old. I think my mom gave it to me for my birthday, although I didn't I didn't get it until the summer of 2019. It was only because she was coming for Christmas 2019 and didn't want to sit in my old chair. So she was doing this preemptive strike and getting me a new chair under the guise of, oh, this will be your birthday present. Uh Uh-huh. So anyway, the chair is, it's so unbelievably comfortable. Jay, would you like to attest to the fact that this is an incredible chair? It's a very nice chair. Very comfortable. I will not let Jay sit in it anymore because he falls asleep in it. The may or may not have happened once Uh, or twice. Oh, just admit it. It's okay if the chair is comfy, 
But don't try to watch a movie with Jay in a comfy chair because it no, doesn't work. No, no. It was one time. That's not like a thing I do. It, it is. Was a, a, I dozed you off. You are such a bald-faced liar. No, no, How no, often no. do you watch movies or TV and fall asleep? In the course of your life, how often oh. does it happen in a week? Well, when I'm alone on like a Saturday night just like doing nothing, that's different. But when I'm like active, like the plan is to watch the movie. I'm not one to normally fall asleep. It's just that chair, the timing, the humid out. What? Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? Yeah, just everything. Everything. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So anyway, the chair's comfortable. Apparently, if it's comfy enough for Jay to fall asleep, it's also comfy enough for my dog. Except she wasn't sleeping. Once again, dog sitting straight up. Just yeah, that's interesting. Hanging out in my chair, like so kind of proud to be up there. She oh, she's definitely proud of herself. A few times again when she was younger, I caught her curled up in that. Well, I shouldn't say younger. It's only been the last three years. I've caught her curled up in that chair, but she doesn't really fit in it because she's a bigger dog. She's seventy five pounds almost, and so it's super awkward for her. It's like her trying to curl up in the front seat of my car. It just it's not a real comfortable curl for the dog. But yeah. Instead of curling, she just was sitting straight up waiting for me to get home. I swear she was sitting up there so she could see out the window. They just Yeah, I mean Hi, maybe. Mom, I'm here. Don't I, cats normally like to look out the window? Yes, and my cat does get into the bay window. I can't keep her out of the window or off of my coffee table. And so and so she just she gets up in the window so that she can see what's happening out there. Like when Penny and I go out for a walk, Sugar gets in the window to wait for us. So when I come home with the dog, she's sitting there. Like it's, hey, mom, it's time to eat. Don't forget me too. Anyway, yeah, dog apparently is still fully able to climb onto the couch as well as the chair. Negative, Ghost Rider. That's a negative. I, 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 I know you all said to me I should let the dog sleep on the couch, and I've given up. I'm not putting anything on the couch. There are Christmas pillows right now on the couch. But I suppose the little dog hair never heard a Christmas snowman. She's not allowed to sleep in my chair. Negative. That's not happening on a regular basis. She will put a hole in it or something. She'll ruin the upholstery with her. She's got really long nails right now. She's getting groomed on Saturday or Friday. She's getting groomed on Friday. She's just... Got to put a stop to it soon. She's uh, going to feel comfortable on there. She's freaking 13. What is she doing up there? <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> My gosh. I mean, I guess it is a good thing that she could still get up, but. Is, is it a good thing? Uh, I mean, you know, in like grand scheme of things. So but. then I then I left to go to a doctor's appointment. So I was only home for a few minutes, long enough to walk her, feed her. And then I had to get out of the house again for a doctor's appointment on Monday. And I walk out the house. I lock the door. I go to get in the car, and then I realize, oh, I didn't put anything on the chair. I don't want her climbing in the chair. So I went back into the house and put something on the chair to impede her, to obstruct her, I should say, from getting in the chair. I actually would prefer she sits on the couch than the chair. No, not a fence. I put some. I put something. Oh, yes. I put, you know, people put their Christmas decorations in those large Tupperwares. Yeah, Yeah. It's not really a Tupperware, a plastic tub that goes the under bins, right? That's what we yeah, use. A bin, yeah, a bin. Oh, bin. Good word. That goes underneath the bed. In my case, it's in my crawl space. But I, yeah, I put that in the chair because I'm still kind of decorating. I'm, I'm. I don't know how much more I'm going to decorate since I'm going to be gone this weekend and for six days around Christmas. But 
The tree's still guzzling water, so I anticipate the tree's going to be just fine till I get back. What if Penny's on top of the bin? There's no way. <laughs> no, it's too There's hot. no way her big butt could get up onto the bin. And then she would slip. Right, The bin is slanted. It's diagonal into the chair. Like going into like the back? So she would just be like nested? She can't. There's no room for her and the bin. It's a big bin. It's probably two and a half feet across. It's a big bin. There's no way. Now, if I come home and the dog has dumped the bin onto the floor, then we're going to have a talk. Yeah, right. That would just be out of protest. Not that she can hear me when I talk anyway. She just looks at me. She knows I'm talking. I wonder if she could read lips. Like we can read Mac Jones's lips. Like we can read Tom Brady's lips. Do you think she can read my lips? I think maybe. Hmm. I mean, she's a really smart dog. I'll say that. Far smarter than most humans, I know. But that is Australian Shepherds. They are uber smart. So no picture of Penny in the chair or on the couch. I don't encourage such behaviors by taking photos. Instead, I take pictures of ornaments. And snow. (laughs) So anyway, you can check out the ornament. The very first ornament on the tree. That's on Twitter, A-Law Radio. The second ornament on the tree, that's posted on Facebook. Oh, look how I did that. Or we, I suppose. This was Chase helping me with this. So now you have to go to both sites to see the first ornament and the second ornament. And while you're there, you can answer... Well, you can take our poll or answer on Facebook, I suppose, and let us know what is the team that spent Monday being mortified, more mortified than any other. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Here on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. the gun. Prescott snap back. Handoff. Elliott driving. Pushing. Touchdown! Ezekiel Elliott head for the kettle. No. Fakes the kettle. Says I'm not getting the fine. I'm just taking the touchdown. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. We've been having an internal debate about whether or not Ezekiel Elliott's one-yard rush little vindication for an earlier goal line stuff against the Texans, if that should be a candidate for TD of the week. I don't know. First of all, why were the Cowboys playing from behind this entire game at home against the Texans? I'm not sure they should be lauded for that. But also, it was fairly standard. And I don't want to say boring, because that's not true. Points are never boring. But I can I can see some more dramatic touchdowns being part of it. Plus, it's fun when Cowboys fans get mad, or really any fan bases get mad at us. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks so much for hanging out with us on what is a Monday night into a Tuesday morning. We have put a couple of photos up, one on Twitter. Well, uh, I've put the one on Twitter. Producer Jay put the one on Facebook. The first and second ornaments on my Christmas tree. But you're going to have to go check them out. So either A-Law Radio or Facebook page named after the show. It won't be long before we have a new video up on YouTube, a new holiday video up on YouTube. So you can bookmark our YouTube channel. It's also named after the show. Dallas Cowboys picked up their 10th win on Sunday, though a little bit too close for comfort if you're asking Cowboys fans. In fact, a bunch of you actually wrote in that the Cowboys should be the most mortified on a Monday Because they barely survived the Texans. Now, here's what I say. It's a long freaking season. If you go through the entire year and you only lose three games, or in the case of the Eagles right now, working on a one-loss campaign, well, that's pretty amazing, right? But not every game is going to be a blowout. Not every game are you going to play your best. If you can have a winning record, if you can win 75% of your games or or better over the course of a regular season in which guys are banged up, they're on and off the field, let's not forget Dak Prescott missed five games. He got hurt in the season opener. But what the Cowboys did against Houston, they outscored him 10-0 in the fourth quarter. They played their best football uh, kind of at the end. Uh, there was a Dak Prescott interception in the fourth quarter as well. And the Cowboys' defense was able to stonewall the Texans despite the takeaway and give the ball right back to Dak. Back to Dak. If you can win without playing your best football, if you can win in the face of adversity, if you can win in the face of injuries, that speaks to the character, I think the resiliency, the adaptability, the leadership on your sidelines and in your locker room. So I don't have any issue with teams playing a stinker now and then and winning. 
because not every game is going to be quote unquote easy. Somebody wrote to me about the Niners rookie quarterback, Brock Purdy, and said, it's something about how it's not going to be this easy. And I'm thinking, wow, I wonder if that's what Brock thinks. Man, this is easy. (laughs) I don't think any of it's easy. It's just a matter of being prepared, obviously playing your best when you are called on. But that doesn't happen every week. It doesn't happen every game. And for the Cowboys to win this anyway, I think that speaks volumes. They have added a piece to their offense. (gasps) No, it's not Odell Beckham Jr. Sorry, OBJ is still a free agent. But maybe you saw the photo or saw the news on Twitter on Monday that they've added a different wide receiver, one that you may know well from his time in the league, primarily with the Colts. Man, he was a really hot prospect coming out of school. T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. was in today, so, I mean, it was a great addition. Um, obviously, he's been uh, working all year, so he's in, um, you know, great great shape medically. So, you know, he had to work out, so I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, he's actually meeting with Robert Prince right now, so, we'll, you know, the biggest thing for him will be the language, which it, which it always is with a new opportunity. So, you know, we'll get, get him out there Wednesday and get him acclimated. But, you know, as far as, uh, you know, his – his uh, addition really, you know, it does, it, I don't. I really don't have anything to report on Odell. <laughs> like tax on tax on Odell there at the end, so you know who he's talking about. Apparently, this has nothing to do with whether or not the Cowboys sign Odell Beckham Jr. But they do add T. Y. Hilton, who's a veteran of a different sort. Mike McCarthy says the timing is right. He's ready to go. He's been off off of any type of roster the entire season. But he did spend a decade with the Colts. Again, you may remember him. Pro bowler multiple times. Nearly 10,000 yards receiving. And I didn't realize this, though it doesn't surprise me. But when I was doing my research, this number jumped out at me. 53 touchdowns in the course of his career. Which means he averaged better than five touchdowns per season with the Colts. They're not paying a whole lot for him. But if he's healthy and they feel like he can add something, that's the great thing about a veteran. A lot of times, because of their experience, they can acclimate fairly quickly. And they're not looking for you to give them the damn ball, so to speak. They don't need to be the number one guy. Older football players, just really any older athletes, when they've been out of the game for a bit, they tend to appreciate it and recognize there aren't as many years in front of them as there were behind, and they're grateful for it. They don't take it for granted, and so they want to work hard to contribute, and I like this. I like this move. As for OBJ, we know he was with the Cowboys last week. Jerry Jones is not ruling out adding him or offering him a deal but is concerned about not seeing him work out in the wake of the torn ACL. Interesting comments from Kellen Moore who's the offensive coordinator, former Cowboys quarterback. And he was kind of looking at the lens of December and January 
and we know there's four weeks left in the regular season. And he said, the availability for guys is going to be smaller and smaller. You've got more and more athletes who are hitting IR. You've got fewer and fewer athletes who are available. Why? Because teams are looking for anything they can. It's like scrounging around. Who can we find? Who isn't hurt or already on a roster? And then Kellen Moore calls him really, really smart. So for him, if he can stay healthy, that's the key. He's a former number one wide receiver. And think about the number of Colts uh, quarterbacks he went through <laughs> when he was with Indianapolis, though primarily, of course, connecting with Andrew Luck when Luck was there. So that's a big move, but it's not the OBJ. All right, let's see. Straight ahead. Why don't we dive into a little bit of our QB news because there's a lot and we'll do as much as we can. And if we have some overflow into the second half of the show, well, so be it. You can find me on Twitter, ALaw Radio. If you haven't voted for Monday Mortification, Mortified on Monday, well, you can do that by checking out the poll. It's pinned to the top of our, our show Twitter account. And then it's also on our Facebook page. Photos of my top two ornaments for my Christmas tree. They're very different, and yet they're both significant to me. And we're working on our M&M jar. I wish I could shake it, but Jay took it from me, and so he's got it. We're trying to put our video together. I think you'll like the video. Shake, shake. Oh, no, you got to be able to, like, shake it side to There you go. That's a little better. You're supposed to be a musician. What happened? I mean... Are you eating M&M's? No, no. If you duck behind the computer screen, that's it. You better not. I'm trusting you. You don't hear the lid. But you know what? I also trusted you to watch a movie and not fall asleep in my chair, and that didn't happen. (laughs) Penny's got the right idea. She learned from watching you, apparently. (laughs) See, I don't want this as my rev because it's not a normal. It was a (gasps) one-time thing. That is so not true. Maybe it's a one-time thing in my chair, but what about when you're in your own chair? No. No, on the couch on like a Saturday. If I'm alone, yeah, I mean all all bets are off. But I mean, if like he's the goal is not to watch even the telling movie. the truth. He'll be watching games with his dad or, or oh, the rest of his family, and all of a sudden, <laughs> Jay, I'm just be. I just feel like we should, you know, intervention maybe here. That that by acknowledging the problem, admitting you have one, then maybe we can cure your narcolepsy. My narcolepsy <laughs> now is that what we're calling it? It's honestly, it's pretty close. <laughs> I'm just telling you, don't ever invite you Jay know, over to watch a movie in a comfy chair because you're not really going to get any any type of uh, participation. Uh, you know, I always grew up anti-nap, too. Anti-nap? Who's hated anti-nap? Hated well, when you're five. No, up until I started working in radio, actually, really, is when I, around the clock. Because I, th- I used to take a nap, I'd wake up groggy, ruin my whole day, and now I can't really go throughout a day without one. I use groggy regardless now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. He's a mess. I keep telling him he's getting old. He's so close to another birthday. Just going to have yeah. to accept the fact. Or either that or it's a growth spurt. One or the other. I'll go with that. <laughs> oh, okay. Look over. Watching a movie. Movie's really good. Oh, okay. I wasn't <laughs> snor- Maybe I dozed for like a second. Oh, a second. 
second. Oh my gosh. Okay. Who are you going to believe, peeps? Who are you going to believe? It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Murray back to throw, and it is. Is it lost? Oh, my goodness, it's lost. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center, steps back, throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it. Touchdown, L.A. Burrow back to throw, looking, firing deep for Chase in the end zone. Oh, He's yeah. got it. Yes. Touchdown. Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Mahomes fires for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. And off to Hector again. No, Herbert keeps it. End zone. Touchdown. Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap. Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. It's not just QB injuries that are impacting teams, so don't mistake this QB news uh, and and add a little meaning to it. Now, we've got injury updates for other players as well. But, you know, we always look through the eyes of our QBs, whether it's a weekend that's just passed or whether it's the upcoming final month of the regular season. Wow, that's crazy. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We could not get through Monday Night Football without a doozy of an injury. The Arizona Cardinals lose Kyler Murray to a knee on the third snap of their opening drive. Cliff Kingsbury not offering a whole lot of information, but it was a non-contact injury. He crumpled into a heap. A Patriots defender who was standing over him right away was yelling for the athletic training staff and the doctors to get out to him on the field. He was distraught, put his head under a towel, and according to Lisa Salters, was actually sobbing when they got into the tunnel. So really difficult for Colt McCoy to step in, but he had to after seeing Kyler go down. Tough, right? I mean, you never want to see that happen to anybody. Um, It's tough. I don't think I have anything to prove. I think I just got to go out there and play good football, right? Distribute the ball, keep us in third and manageable situations, score touchdowns in the red zone. It would be good to get a week of practice in with, with some of these guys, Trey and Hollywood. And uh, I thought Robbie had a really nice game today. I hadn't really thrown to him much. There is some positives, but I think as a quarterback, we've got to be more detailed. 
It was definitely tough sledding for the offense, especially in the second half when there was an interception off Colt McCoy, as well as a fumble recovery for the Patriots and a scoop and score touchdown. That was off DeAndre Hopkins. So no points in the second half of their own uh, field at their own field. Patriots run away with it on Monday night football. We'll get back to Monday night a little bit later on, but let's give you the latest on other injured quarterbacks like Denver's Russell Wilson. Here's head coach Nathaniel Hackett. Russell is in the concussion protocol, and we're going to do everything the way that the medical doctors say, the independent doctors. We're going to do every single thing. His safety is by far the number one most important thing, and uh, we'll we'll continually talk to him, to everybody else about that, and make sure we do the right thing. He has been diagnosed with a concussion. He's in protocol, though the reports are that he's feeling good. He's in high spirits right now. Uh, They're going to be cautious with him, of course, especially in light of the head injuries we've already seen in the NFL this season. Not a head injury for Mike White of the New York Jets. Instead, he went to the hospital because of bruised ribs. They were worried about crack ribs, maybe worried about his lungs. Here's Robert Sala talking about his starting QB. Are you hopeful of having him Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're preparing as if we have him. Feel good. I mean, no, I'm not, I don't feel like a hundred bucks because I just played a football game, but no, I feel good. Uh, picked my kids up out of the, the cribs this morning, played with them for a little bit. They tackled me, felt fine. So no, I feel good. As you're here right now, do you feel like you'll be, Robert said, you're preparing as if you're going to play. Do you feel like you'll be able to play this week? Yeah, I do. I feel good. I, uh, I'm going to prepare as such and I feel like I can play and I feel like I'm ready to roll. First, head coach Robert Sala, then his quarterback, Mike White, who was on and off the field. Man, the toughness, uh, the desire to be out there. Uh, We saw that from him multiple times, even though he was wincing in pain and the hits he was getting. They were leveling him uh, against Buffalo on Sunday. That Bills defensive line was crushing everything in its path. It's the Jets hosting the Lions this weekend. The Lions are much better at Ford Field, but they still have a very potent offense. The Jets are going to need to put some points on the board. Bless you. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Here's the latest on the second-year QB, the former second overall pick, Zach Wilson, who was inactive on Sunday. It was Joe Flacco who was spelling Mike White. Zach's fine. He's... uh. He's been working hard for the last couple of weeks. He's in a great head, uh, mental headspace, and uh, um, so he's he's ready for whatever we ask out of him. Except to stand on the sidelines, wrapped up in a, a coat and a hat, so we can barely see his face, and and remaining inactive. I don't know how fine I would be if that was me. Okay, so that's the latest with the Jets. It's never a dull moment with the New York Jets. It's not injuries, but ineptitude that is forcing a quarterback change for the Atlanta Falcons. They're the latest to turn to a rookie under center. Here's Arthur Smith. We did make a switch at quarterback, so Desmond Ritter will be the starter. It's a performance-based decision, obviously where our circumstances are. Like I talked last time about trying to get over the hump, some of these close games and where we try to push the offense. We feel like it's the best decision, I don't know where he's at, where the team's at. as we prepare to go out in New Orleans. In the last month or so, you know, we've been in some of these close games where we're at in the season, where I thought we were trending. We've made a lot of progress offensively. Obviously, some things we've evolved and tried to push to in the passing game. And, uh, you know, we're close, but, the, you know, we need to get over that hump. 
We feel also the, the growth from Desmond that we've seen. He's been one play away all season, but feel very comfortable where he's at right now to be able to handle the game plan and operate at full capacity. It's things that we need to see evolve in the passing game as we've evolved the season, like the progress we've made in the running game. Again, something that we think can benefit us, uh, certainly not only in the short term, but hopefully the long term. So that's what you're evaluating. You know, we need our objective is to win. It's had to be tough for Arthur Smith, considering that he and Marcus Mariota had a pre-existing relationship going back to their days in Tennessee. But as he points out, it's performance-based right now, and this is previous to the bye, but still, the Falcons are the team that's second to last in the NFL in terms of passing yards per game, not even 156 passing yards per game. Meanwhile, they are top five in rushing yards per game. Yeah, Mariota's a veteran, and he and Arthur clearly enjoy working together. So this had to be tough to deliver the news. Never easy for any position. Certainly something as high profile as a quarterback that gets as much attention. Uh, You know, obviously aware of that as well, but you try to be truthful. And whether they agree or not, you know, those are the conversations you have to have. And that's what we did and had it in person. So the Atlanta Falcons will be the latest to make a quarterback change. We're talking about two-thirds of the league now that's used multiple quarterbacks. It's after hours on CBS Sports Radio. No change at the QB spot for Jalen Hurts, who right now has got to be the front runner for the NFL MVP as the Eagles are 12-1, and the first to clinch a playoff spot. Devontae Smith, the second-year wide receiver, had a big touchdown on Sunday against the Giants, and he loves what Jalen does in the locker room behind the scenes. He comes in day in, day out, um, demands that everybody come and get a, get a best at practice, and I think that's why everybody's having so much success. How hard we work at practice, everybody takes that 1% better serious, and it carries over to the game. That's Devontae on Sirius XM NFL Radio. You can hear kind of the locker room sound behind him. Uh, as Monday is generally a day for treatment, day to kind of recover and debrief, maybe watch some film. But Philadelphia put 48 points on the board in MetLife Stadium. So on the road, really piling on to start the game. And then again in the second half with the rushing touchdowns, to be sure, over 250 yards rushing, but also have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and others. Uh, This is actually without Dallas Goddard, right? So he's been on the IR. Best team, best record in the NFL. To start week 14, we got a show from one Baker Mayfield, used to be in the NFC South, now is with the Rams. And according to Sean McVay, he's likely to be the starter the rest of the way. Ben Skoranek was a guest on Sirius XM NFL Radio, and he was talking about his introduction to Baker last week. Running a walkthrough, and it's like, is this guy going to play on, on Thursday? And um, then after the first drive, he was in the huddle with us, and you know, I didn't even know if he really knew my name or not. And uh, you know, I just learned a lot about him. Um, you know, I, I have nothing but respect for the guy after what I've seen from him. Um, you know, the work he put in to just get ready to be, even be in the position to take snaps. Um, you know, learning a complex offense. Um, you know, it's hard. It took me a lot longer than 48 hours. I can tell you that much. I was studying all night during my first training camp and, uh, you know, still there's some stuff that I, I have to think extra hard about. And, um, you know, I, I just learned so much about him and just being in the huddle with him. He's a competitor. Um, that's the way to put it. You know, obviously as a talent, he went first overall for a reason. And, um, you know, he just got that competitive nature that, you know, you want to go to a war with a guy like that. 
A pair of touchdown drives sparked by Baker Mayfield in the last four minutes of the game. Well, the the two touchdowns in the last four minutes. Actually, that one touchdown drive they had, that was what, a a 17-play, seven-minute drive, I think. So that was most of the fourth quarter. But then they get the ball back. The defense was, was up for the challenge. They get the ball back in the late stages. They are trailing, and Baker leads them on a 98-yard drive. Phenomenal. The way that he was locked in, and I think he enjoys playing as though his hair is on fire or his pants are on fire or he's uh, going to plant a flag at midfield. Now, sometimes he gets off the rails, and he he presses, and he tries to do too much with a single throw, or he gets kind of crazy, thinks he's Patrick Mahomes spinning all over the place. But in this particular occasion, he was locked in, and the Rams relished it. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.